What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Now. I am your host, Sawyer. The other day, I was thinking about the new rules MLB was proposing to make the game possible during the pandemic. That got me thinking about how many bizarre rules and how much crazy rules the game has already had. So, let's just take a look and take a look back at some of the craziest, absolutely absurd rules that should not exist in the MLB, but do. And why don't we do it right after this break? Welcome back to our look at the top 10 craziest rules in baseball. Number 10. Although simple, it's also sometimes simply crazy. Number 10 is that while running on the bases, you have to touch every single base. And before you say, well, that seems pretty fair and has a central rule to the game, consider just one example where it makes no sense. Pete Alonso hits a home run out of the ballpark. He runs through first base, barely misses touching the bag at second, and then touches third and home. He just hit a home run. It's baseball's equivalent of a dropped mic. So he has to run out all the way back onto the field, touch the base, waste a minute, and literally just... So I I, I just got to say something. So the MLB thinks that the best way to make baseball games shorter is to, you know, I don't know, like, make pitching countdowns. But this, this is what is taking up time. Like, unnecessary bat flips, unnecessary home run walks, and especially unnecessary touching of the bases. I'm sorry, MLB, but you got to fix this one. Number nine is another one that makes me mad. No ties in baseball. I just don't get out why there is no ties in baseball. In 1975, a game lasted 18 innings for over eight hours. It's not like any fan is going to be watching that for the entire game. Hell, they might not even watch it for like, I don't know, three hours. But it's just ridiculous. Nobody wants to watch it. Nobody's watching it. They're not making money from these extra innings. And if they just made something like a tie, like in the NFL or the NBA, it would not change any baseball fans' heart. And maybe only the truest, but the truest, you know what? For this situation, you can just tick it. And um, also, this 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 rule, just, just I... I I just don't get why anybody would want to keep it. I mean, it's just making the game longer, and it's exactly what I'm saying before. I'm making these games crazy long, and there's so many other things that MLB could change to make games shorter, but instead they're making all these stupid decisions. So that's just my opinion. You know, you can you can say yours, but I personally hate extra innings that go past the 12th inning. So actually, my rule is that we should make innings only 12 innings, and after 12 innings, it's a tie. How does that sound, Baseball Truist? Are you happy yet? Number eight is just another one that isn't bad per se, but just kind of stupid. You can't catch baseballs with your hat, and you can only catch it with your glove. Just imagine a right fielder dives for the ball, and the ball is over his head, and he is falling forward so he can't reach out with his glove. So instead, he takes off his hat and reaches up and makes the catch. But then, right after the umpire says that that, that it's not an out because he caught it with his hat, and he caught it, and that it's not an out just because he caught it with his hat. Like, I just can't deal with that. It's just so stupid. It doesn't even make sense. Baseball players should be able to catch baseballs in any way they want. You might as well just say you can't catch it with your bare hand. I mean, come on. Glove, it hat, it makes no difference, really. Come on, MLB. Number seven is just utterly dumb. Number seven is the catcher's interference. So if anyone doesn't know what the catcher's interference is, it is when the catcher, quote-unquote, disrupts the batter from hitting the ball. This could mean a catcher reaches out with his glove and the batter swings and hits the glove. But funny enough, 70% of catcher's interferences in 2019 were from the batter swinging into the missing and in, in hitting the glove while missing the ball. So basically... They're being rewarded for hitting a catcher's glove and really injuring him. And especially in Little League, this really sucks because most of the time, the only one that is hurt is the catcher. And this is why I think this is one of the most stupid rules in baseball. 
Number six made me laugh when I heard it. If a base runner passes another base runner, the one that got passed is out. I think it should be the other way around. Just listen to this circumstance. Gary Sanchez is running and he reaches second on a hit from Tyler Wade and stops. While Tyler Wade at second keeps going and Gary Sanchez is out. I think the numbskull who ran past the one teammate should be out. I mean, just come on. It's just baseball logic. Why should the player that stopped because he thought he was going to be out if he kept running is out? Ah. Come on, like, honestly, baseball, like, you just somehow keep getting more dumb with these rules, and this was one of the more recent rules that you made, like, come on. Number five is also aggravating, but there is a story behind it, so before I tell you the rule, listen to this story and grab some popcorn. So back in the day, before boomers and millennials and Karens, baseball used to be played a little differently. There were crazy rules like the batter got to tell the pitcher where he wanted the ball, which he couldn't make the list because it's not even a rule anymore, and they used to have a pitch under, and they used to have to have to pitch underhand, but this rule even started before that, with a man named Elmer Sticklet who decided to spit on the ball to give it more spin, and then it got so gross that the MLB had to make a rule that said you can't spit on the ball, but you can spit anywhere else. Anywhere else, MLB. Seriously. Like, really? Like, you can spit on the glove? You can spit everywhere except the ball. Hell, you could probably spit on the rosin bag for anybody cares. Like, come on. Number four is a rule that we saw put into play in 2019. This rule is that if a hitter hits a ball and the ball pops out of the defender's glove and goes into the stands, it's an automatic home run. Yes, you heard me, automatic. And that isn't even the worst part. Any part of the stands past 250 feet and it goes into the stands, it's a home run. So basically, somebody could be hitting it into the foul pole of the left field quarter, I don't know, like Fenway Stadium, and it's on the wrong side and it bounces in off the catcher's, bounces off the left fielder's glove. Like, really? Like, th th this could be a rule, and that could be a home run? Like, the Yankees would be winning so much more games if somehow they had this luck. But apparently, Yankees don't get that luck. But, but this season, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. hit a ball to center field, and it popped out of the catcher, uh, the, the center fielder's glove, and it was a home run. So, you know, anything can happen. Tell yourself that. But this is one of the weirdest rules in baseball, and I'm so sad that this had to come into play. And this is probably the first and hopefully last time I'll ever have to see it put into play. Number three is one of the most common and most annoying ones. Running on drop third strikes. So basically, on an 0-2 count, the pitcher throws the ball in the dirt, but the batter swings and makes the catcher miss the ball. Why should the batter be rewarded for striking out? I am sorry, if you strike out, you should not be given the chance to help your team. You should have to take the walk of Shane back to your dugout. No questions asked. And sometimes, teams even have one extra inning games by getting out. I can't with this rule. Number two is the ground rule double. There's nothing I hate more than the ground rule double. Well, there is one, but we will have to wait and see and find out what that one is. The ground rule double is when a ball bounces from the grass into the stands, and most of the time, this happens when there is a big opening or a hole, so the runner, if they are not Gary Sanchez, could run and get a triple, but now they are stuck with a double. I just think it's stupid, and they should at least give him a triple instead of a double. Like, why? Like, honestly, most of the time I'm watching ground rule doubles, it's always in the gap, and it's always in a place where the fielder couldn't get the ball, and it was probably going to be a triple. It's just killing the team's success and killing baseball speed. So, you know what? Fine. And now, for the MVP of them all, number one, this rule is the weirdest and worst rule in baseball. This rule is the infield fly. So basically, if you don't know already, this is when you pop up or hit a ball into the infield. Before it hits the ground, it's already an out. 
And this rule is only worse in Little League, as there is more pop-ups, contact, and small contact hits. And also in Little League, the defenders are most of the time not very great. So in close games, this rule will really, really nip you in the butt. And I'm just saying, this is the most stupid rule in baseball. It doesn't make sense. And just, why does it exist? There's a bunch of other rules that are similar to this, but they aren't banned. So, that's it. I'm your host, Sawyer, and I come to you every Wednesday and Saturday. See you next time. Peace out.